Since the beginning of the church, persecution has been part of the Christian experience. In fact, the Bible tells us that all who seek to live a godly life will be persecuted. Today, an estimated 360 million Christians are living under severe religious restriction. On this podcast, we share their stories. And we answer the question, how can American Christians live as Christ in an increasingly hostile culture? The way of the persecuted is the harder way. And this is the Harder Way podcast. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Scott. And I'm Maddie. And welcome back to another new episode of the Harder Way podcast. Well, thank you. We are here today recording live in our in-home studio, our nice little... Basement studio. Uh, yeah, basement studio. It's not a super professional studio, but uh, it works for us. Yeah. We're, we're happy. We're for blessed. Now. Yeah, it works for now. Uh, we were blessed with some really wonderful uh, professional level microphones that we haven't been able to set up yet because <laughs> we're still in those processes there. But the reason that I mentioned that we are at home is because... Originally, we were not supposed to be home today. We were actually supposed to be uh, down uh, in California on a trip. Yeah, well, um, a, a celebration mm-hmm. of a 70th wedding anniversary. Yeah, crazy. Seven uh-huh. zero people. Just a kind of a quick in and out, but we were going to manage to squeeze in a day in Monterey. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is uh, now gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gone. That's like that Monterey, California, for those of you who have never been, is one of the prettiest places in the world, honestly. I mean, people come from all over the world to see it. And uh, it wasn't too far from where we were located for a long time. And so it was kind of a kind of a special place for our family, I, think so. I would say. Um so we were excited about going down there um, for that. Mostly we're excited to go down for the uh, the anniversary and to see all of our family. But God had other plans. Mm. God had other plans. And that's what we want to talk to you guys about today is this idea of plans in the harder way. You know, we did an episode a few weeks back about goals and dreams. And in that we were really talking about um, kind of bigger goals in life, dreams, aspirations. But today we're really talking more so about just basic day-to-day plans. Doesn't James say something about that? Yes, there's actually a, a passage here in James 4, verses 13 through 16. It says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance and all such boasting is evil. So let me set up the scenario. I want to ask you this. And we walk through this together so you can answer this. Okay, so... We've got a trip planned. Mm-hmm. We have money invested. You have a car rental that's secured. Mm-hmm. Paid right? for flights. Pay, flights that are paid for. A hotel room that was paid in advance because we went through a discount place. And one hotel room that's not uh, uh, refundable. Mm-hmm. So if we don't go, we're, we're going to lose anywhere from a little bit of money to a lot of money. At least a lot to us. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so we have to, and so 
Um, before we even plan a trip, what should you do? Before you even plan the trip, what should you do first? Well, the first thing you should do always, and especially when planning any sort of trip or anything like that, is pray. Don't just assume, oh, well, this is happening, so I need to go to it. You should always say, okay, I'd like to go to this. It's my desire to go to this. But let me take a bit and pray about this and say, Lord, are you wanting me to take this trip or go to this place or, or be part of this event? Right. And uh, true confession, we that's my responsibility. And we did not do that. Hmm. We didn't pray. We just were like, well, they'll be disappointed if we're not there. It's 70 years. How many people even get to that? And we And we wanted to be there. And so we just started making arrangements and um and we didn't we didn't pray about it we just assumed oh this is a good positive thing we're really excited about it and in that excitement you know you kind of sometimes will say forget to pray and like you said true confession and that's why you know we've said time and time again on this podcast we're not speaking at you right we are sharing with you yeah, and sharing things that we have to work on ourselves. Yeah, because just what I know, just because I know what we should do doesn't mean we always do it. Because if, yeah, we, were, well, if we were perfect... Paul says that, right? Right. Like, I have the desire to do what is good and yet can't do it. It seems like the more I want to do it, the more I, I'm terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a paraphrase. Um, yeah, and I think uh, we, we uh, planned this out. Everything fell into place. It was looking great. We were excited to go. Um... We've had a really busy summer. A lot of folks coming to visit. We have a lot more coming in the fall. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's a challenge, but we're ready to go with it. Yes, and we're, we're the thing about this whole trip scenario is when we're talking about you know making plans and does the Lord want me to do this? We're not talking about determining is something good or evil, is something sinful, right? Because going down for a trip and seeing family and and celebrating a family occasion is a good positive right. thing it's you know something that um you know we we would say that the lord is is glorified in in those sorts of things right but what we're saying is just because something is good just because something is positive does not always mean that you yourself are supposed to be at any particular place at any given moment. And it doesn't mean that you're saying what's going on there is bad by any No, means. and so it's it's that thing we've been, that theme we've been hitting on recently, goodly versus godly. Mm, the good thing or the God thing. The good thing or the God thing. And so, yeah, it's it's a good thing. Everything that we wanted to do was good. And we were yeah, good, stu- God-honoring. stewarding my, our money well and getting deals and discounts and all of that, being really responsible with all those kinds of things, not going into debt. Right. Right. So we're doing we're doing things we think in a God honoring way, but the most God honoring thing to do is to say, Lord, shall I do this? Mm. You know, and is this we, is this in your you know, will? We didn't do that. And we didn't do that. So we get close to the date and uh, I got sick and I kept thinking I was getting better. And uh, you know, you, we live in different times. You can't get on a plane coughing these days. No, and I've been not ha- after the, the COVID situation. No, you know? and I've been having coughing fits like you wouldn't believe. And we didn't know how sick I was going to be. And then, um, but I was thinking I'm going to be better. I mean, I am always have that positive, you know, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. He's, and, the, he's the eternal optimist. <laughs> and I think I would have been better 
enough by the big day. But here's the thing. The day before, your mom says, I haven't said anything, but I've been achy for three days. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I was achy for about three days and didn't say anything. And then You're thinking, I was oh, sick. maybe it's maybe it's allergies. You know, maybe I'm just really overtired. Yeah, we had smoke but, in the air. And yeah. I'm really allergic to smoke. So I thought, and I and when the, when I have that kind of an allergy, I get achy in all my joints. Yeah, kind of an inflammation. I thought that's what it was. Yeah. So... So now we're here. We're we're two days out from this from this family trip, and you know we're getting hit with all kinds of fears. What are some of the fears that we were facing? Because we want to walk you through the fear versus faith, mm-hmm. you know, good thing versus God thing attitude of this, and just see a practical example that might be a little more attainable to everybody, and right. to show how we I think we failed at first mm-hmm. because we didn't pray first. Yeah, but I think we recovered nicely. Yes, And I think ultimately we wind up, even though we didn't go, rejoicing because we know we're in God's will. Yes. And that's the place I want to be. That's the safest place to be. So absolutely. And so some of the the fears, and again, we're we're doing our absolute best to be very honest and transparent with you all because we think that's what's going to be the most helpful. So when we were looking at this situation, um, when you know, my dad and then my mom were were getting sick. We were really looking at both sides of the situation and seeing what are some of the fears that are on either side. So on one side, there's the fear of... And we we sat down and had this conversation. Yes, we we actually did. We were praying and the the three of us were there talking. Lord, help us to see our fears and know which ones to confront. Yes. And so we were looking at one side of it being, okay, um, we have two sick people there's an issue of being afraid of taking a sickness down to family members, specifically to, you know, elderly family members. Who, who this are, kind of a cold would who this kill, kind could of kill a cold them could literally kill them. We have another relative that's going through cancer treatments and right. so chemotherapy, so they're immune suppressed. You know, being afraid of taking something down to them. Um, there's the fear of, you know, a much lesser fear than, than the one I just stated, but there's a fear of uh, financial loss, right? A fear right. of, is there going to be... Uh, money that's lost. There's a fear of, um, I would say, one of the biggest ones, fear of disappointing uh, family members, Mm -hmm. fear of hurting people, fear of making people feel unimportant or not valued, Mm -hmm. right? Um, There's a fear. Fear of just failing because it feels like a failure. Yeah, or being being seen as flaky. Or being seen as weak. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to be seen as, oh... Oh, look at they're not coming to this, you know. Oh, well, we got a boo-boo. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. So there was a lot of fears present on all sides. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was difficult at first to and for look me, through that. And for me, there's the fear of not being God's will. Yes, which has that's to, what we should all be afraid and of. And so that's what we, we really, for, that was our first guiding principle was our greatest fear and our right fear is not being God's will. Right, fear of the Lord. So we want to. That's fear. the one we don't want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. But how do we confront the rest mm-hmm. and and make sure that we're in God's will on this? And I, and and so we we prayed and we kind of went through one by one and kind of took those apart. Well, listen, if I'm in God's will, then if anybody's disappointed with me, they're disappointed with God, and so that's their problem. You know, you don't want to go out of the way to be a difficult person, but. You know, if you got to choose one person's will to be in or one person to please, choose God. Right. And everybody else will fall in line. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, saying, you know, if it's if it's God's will for us to go, then God's going to, you know, protect those people that 
are sick and they're not going to get anything. Or if it's, you know, if it's God's will for us to be down there, uh, this won't happen. Or if it's uh, his will for us not to go, then, you know, it's much more important to be in God's will than it is to save money. Right. right? And so then the next thing is, you know, we're like, okay, well, what's, what's the harder way? How do we confront these fears? And the way we felt like we were supposed to confront those fears was to pray for healing. Mm-hmm. And to pray, Lord, uh, heal us. And um, and if we're not healed, you know, and, and if and if we're not if we're not healed, give us a clear indication whether you want us to go or not. Mm. And so, uh, and we decided we weren't going to make a decision until the last minute, which we knew that some of our some some refunds would not be possible by doing that. We'd lose we'd lose some more money, but we really wanted to go by faith. Right. And I can be honest with you all and transparent and say that I, in that time, did not keep a a great testimony. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I was very stressed and worried um, and uncomfortable with the uncertainty of waiting until, you know, closer to the time and seeing, you know, what God would have. I very much was in this mindset of, we just need to decide one way or the other, either we're going or we're not. And it was stressing me out, not knowing one way or the other. Right. And so I was kind of getting a little antsy there for a little bit. (laughs) And I said, well, then I, you know, I told Maddie, well, I'm the head of the household is ultimately my decision. Mm -hmm. And so let's all pray. Let's all trust God. Let's all wait. Mm -hmm. And till the last possible moment. And then, and I said this knowing Sometimes at the last possible moment, God does still not give you a clear indication. And so your next step, if you're walking the way of faith, is to say, well, okay, Lord, you haven't told me not to go, so I'm going to step out in faith. Mm-hmm. So had we not had a clear indication, I, we all had our bags packed, and I, we would have gotten our stuff in the car, and we would have gone to the airport. Right, and we actually, I mean, we really did live out that, you know, prepare as if you're going mentality. I was, you know, I was up making sure everything was, was cleaned. You know, I was making sure my bags were all packed and ready. And, you know, all of us were, were doing that. Obviously, you know, you and mom being sick could only do so much, but you had all of your stuff prepared and we're ready to say, okay, Lord, if, if it's not a no, then we'll continue forward in this. So, so that night, the night before, um, I coughed probably the hardest I've coughed in my whole life. Ugh. I coughed almost into uh, like to losing consciousness. I couldn't get any air in. Oh my goodness! And cough medicine wasn't working, and and uh, it was just it was terrible. I hardly slept. Finally, fell asleep. My wife uh, woke me up at ten a.m. Um, and she said, um, "I said, how are you?" And she said, uh, "I didn't really sleep much all night. I've had." A fever. A fever, and I had cold sweats, and, and I knew exactly where she was. When she said that, I knew exactly where she was at in the process of this flu. Because you were there a couple days before. Because I knew that that's where yeah. I was about four days earlier. Yeah. And so I knew she's not going to be better by the time we go to see her family. I knew right then, um, and this has not ceased, and she's worse. Mm-hmm. And um, really, I didn't even think the words just came out of my mouth um we're calling it off yeah uh, but i but when i said that and i didn't have that feeling sometimes you have that feeling you say something and you're like oh i wish i could get those words back yeah and instead i had a sense in my spirit like that's right son 
Mm-hmm. That's the right decision. You weren't supposed to do this in the first place. Yeah. Um, and so we tried throughout the process, after our initial mistake, to really pray and seek the harder way, mm-hmm. the harder way, the way of faith. And we tried to, you know, tried to find the godly way and to not do things just the good way. Uh, we started off doing things the good way. Now, the good news is we got most 80% of our money back. But uh, maybe ninety, maybe eighty-five percent. But we mm-hmm. still lost a little bit of money on this thing, and, and, yeah. you know, a few hundred dollars. And and uh, it's it's uh, it's. But I, it's funny. I look at that money and I think, well, you know, it's not like it's easy to come by that. But it's God. We we know we serve the Lord. The Lord provides all of our income for us, and mm-hmm. so. And if all the money's God's, and we're just stewarding what He allocates to us, then. You know, anything that gets taken from us in the same way, like if even if you just like get robbed or something, I know it sounds weird, right. but you're like, okay, well, I guess that wasn't mine anymore. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to cough. <laughs> Brief intermission for the coughing, folks. Sorry. Apologize. <laughs> just for authenticity's sake. Yeah. Let me get a cough drop. I'm at a point now where those are helping. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a Werther's original cough drop. <laughs> Yeah, quote unquote cough drop, mm-hmm. loose definition there, but mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it really has been has been interesting to see how this has all played out because obviously there there is still disappointment, right? Right. There's still this this sadness of oh, all the family is going to be together, mm-hmm. and you know we're not here for this 70th anniversary celebration, and you know we really wanted to be there. It was our desire to be there we were excited to do that we were excited about other things we were going to do um (coughs) (laughs) sorry guys uh down there um and you know people that we were really looking forward to see that we haven't seen in a long time and so sometimes when you have your plans and god makes it clear you know we're we're i'm turning you in another direction here sometimes you can still feel you know, a little bit disappointed, a little bit upset, while still realizing this was the right thing, and mm-hmm. I know that I'm in God's will. And so sometimes you have that human reaction of sadness and disappointment, but then from a spiritual perspective, <coughs> see, the problem is he started talking about the coughing, <laughs> I know. and that triggered something in his brain. Um, the, the the thing is, you can see it from a spiritual perspective and say, okay, I know that I'm in God's will. And so even if I don't understand it, even if it doesn't make sense to me, even if I feel upset, I know that I'm where I'm supposed to be. And so this comes down to that idea of God's sovereignty and God's providence and this idea that God is always working together all things for the good of those who love him. And so obviously we don't want to you know, speculate because we just don't know because we're not aware of the things that God is aware of. Um, You know, we in our finite minds can't understand what he in his infinite knowledge and wisdom knows and understands. And we don't know what, what, we don't know what we avoided. Well, and that's kind of what I was was getting at is that, we know, we can kind of speculate. Um, We don't know, but, you know, because you don't know, you can kind of say like, I wonder if God was protecting me from you know, what if there was going to be some type of accident or some sort of natural disaster or some, you know, anything. Well, think about the folks that are in Maui right now on vacation. 
Oh, I bet yeah. you there's somebody who saved their whole life mm-hmm. to go to Hawaii one time, and they're on their dream vacation in Maui, and the whole place burns down. Yeah. And hurricane winds. I oh. mean, there's somebody there probably that's experiencing yeah. that or something similar to that. Yeah. <clears throat> Just statistically, you know, we can assume. And, and maybe probably. there's, and I, this is hypothetical, but maybe there's some believer somewhere who their trip got canceled for some reason. Somebody got sick or something and they're not there. Yeah. You know, you think about the folks that didn't get on the flights on 9-11 mm. for different reasons. They missed their flight. For crazy reasons. For crazy reasons. And so when you think about that, you look at it and you say, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I avoided. California mm-hmm. hasn't fallen to the ocean yet, so no, I didn't miss did miss that, but of course the weekend's not over. Um, you don't know if, you, you just don't know what you missed out on. And so we have to have confidence in this God who is, mm-hmm. big word alert, omnibeneficent. That mm-hmm. means he's all, all good. good. And he really is doing everything for our good and for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have to look at these kinds of situations, and that's where we can really find encouragement in our faith is in knowing God's good. God's got us, and God is not going to leave us hanging, and God is not going to is he's going to try he's going to lead us away from bad situations and into the right situations. And so, I look at it and I think, well, Lord, I'm not sure if I avoided a car accident or maybe somebody stealing a credit card and running up all kinds of money on it, or maybe catching an illness or you know, walking in the middle of a crime. Yeah, being being seriously injured or killed in some sort of crazy you, I mean, incident. It, you just have no idea. And it's probably not even any of the things I imagined. Getting bit by a tick and getting Lyme disease. I mean, you just... It could be literally anything. Mm-hmm. You know, probably something that we would never even think of. A rabid squirrel. They yeah. have those where I'm from. One of those carry the squirrels bubonic, with not, the bubonic plague. Yeah, probably. really rabies with the bubonic plague. Yeah. Yeah, something yeah. crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. And so we and so we look at it and we say, well, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the lesson of reminding us, pray before. Mm-hmm. We thank you for the practice of real world, of, of feeling the fears and having to put into practice the things that we preach, that we believe are true, and then seeing your hand in all of that as you guide us through the process. Mm-hmm. We thank you. For the knowledge that you are good and that whatever we did not go down into or for whatever reason we did not go, we trust you, Dad, that it's that it's that it is by your design and that we stay in your will. And whatever we lost in the process we count as part of our lesson. Yeah. Part of the learning process. I wish my lessons were less expensive, but I'm glad they weren't more expensive. Right. I mean, I think it's all about just learning to say, if God wills, Mm. right? Saying, it's my intention to do this, Lord willing. Oh, my grandma used to say, Lord willing, or the creek don't rise, or the creek don't rise. Yeah, that's one one of those old Southern sayings. But there is truth to that, and we see that in uh, the passage that we read in the beginning from James 4, Mm -hmm. uh, 13 through 16, this idea of always holding your plans with an open hand, right? Not because the plan is a bad plan or a sinful plan or or anything of the sort, but because we just are not aware of everything that God is aware of. We cannot understand, you know, the depths of his sovereignty and his providence. And so sometimes there are things that we'll never understand 
why it was a no. Because we can't conceive of how it could possibly have been a bad choice or what dangerous thing or bad thing possibly could have happened. But that's where the faith comes in Mm -hmm. to say that just because I don't understand it, just because it doesn't make sense to me, that doesn't matter. And see, if we'll practice, because in the big scheme of things, this is a small thing. Right. Missing, not going on a short weekend trip, not getting a day in Monterey, not seeing family on a holiday or for a special occasion. In the big scheme of things, these are very small things. Right. It seems big when you're going through it. Right. But these opportunities, because of how they seem big when you're going through them, these are great opportunities to learn. Mm. Because then when when persecution comes, and I'm having to deal with the fact that, well, I planned this, but the government shut off my electricity, which they do a lot in the persecuted church. You know, cycle it on and off just to repress the people. Just so that they're always stuck close to the house trying to maintain what little bit of food they have. They can't refrigerate food. They can't freeze it. They, you know, it's like. Right. Um, or I had this plan, but I can't buy gas. Or I had this plan, you know, mm-hmm. when God says, well, so we make plans. We make them tentatively. And we, then we can know the only way this plan is going to work out is if the Lord ordains it. Yes. Right. And if it doesn't, it wasn't ordained by God. And so I can have peace with that as well. Our persecuted brothers and sisters live that every single day. And even though uh, it can at first be very difficult, the more you practice, the more it becomes a thing that draws you nearer to the Lord and gives you more peace. Absolutely. It's something that can become more of a second nature. Yeah. Something that just, you know, you say, oh, this is just a natural part of, of what I do and how I live my life. Mm-hmm. But even then, there are going to be times when you can can slip back, right? And we were an example of that uh, just with this incidence of this idea that, you know, we always try to pr- make it a, a commitment to pray before making any kind of decision, right. before making any kind of plan. And in our you know excitement about this event we didn't do that no nope. right and so it's not that we've never done that before or that that's not a uh, standard practice in our life but all of us uh, are susceptible to slipping back into those old patterns and so you know life on the harder way is about consistently choosing the harder way it's not about choosing the harder way one time It's not about choosing the harder way 10 times. It's not about choosing the harder way 100 times. It's about choosing the harder way thousands of times, millions of times, in every little tiny decision throughout your day, throughout your life. Living the harder way is making those harder way choices over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, that's all I got to say about that. Well, thank you so much to our listeners for joining us for this episode. Uh, thank you for uh, being here every every week. We're so uh, happy for happy to have all of your love and support, and uh, really means the world to us. And we will be coming back at you again next week with another new episode of the Harder Way Podcast. All right, so stay on the Harder Way. Love Jesus. Do good stuff. <laughs> do, good stuff. <laughs> do godly stuff. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> all right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Harder Way podcast. If you were encouraged by this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review. To be the first to know when we publish new episodes, subscribe to the Harder Way podcast on your favorite platform. Until next time, remember the words of Christ. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs 
is the kingdom of heaven.